But yeah, I think productivity is actually a lot more about doing less and just being really intentional about what you're working on. So it's about looking at your workload and asking yourself what can come off and what's having the biggest impact on your business or I guess in your life as well. It kind of applies to both. That was Josephine Brooks in our conversation about work, hustling, productivity. Um, Josephine is a productivity and side hustle mentor and I was really interested to have her on the show because I am not a big fan of the term side hustle or the term hustle and I was really interested to talk about that with Josephine especially because she um, is very much invested in kind of slow living and holistic living and and all of that so it's really interested to have a conversation about how you can marry those two things a sense of hustling and really being productive and and living in a holistic and kind of slow way and what we had was a really interesting conversation where we both sort of chatted about um, our struggles with productivity and and kind of aligning those things and how we sort of think the the world of work is shifting or maybe needs to shift towards this different model where productivity is viewed differently and Josephine shared how she is on a mission to reframe how productivity is seen so if you're interested in kind of workplace change um changing the way you work changing how you see productivity um making yourself more productive I think this could be a really really useful and inspiring episode for you to listen to so I hope you enjoy it let's dive in as always you can find me on instagram at being underscore change to chat about anything to do with the show or anything else welcome to create shift a podcast to support encourage and inspire you to live your most purposeful and holistic life I'm your host, Ellen of Being Change. I'm a yoga teacher, writer, and purposeful and holistic living advocate based in Manchester, UK. Thank you so much for joining me on this adventure. Hi, Josephine. Thanks very much for joining me today. Um, I just wondered if we get started by you introducing yourself to, to everyone, people who might not know who you are and kind of what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Ellen. It's, it's lovely to be here. Um, so I am Josephine Brooks and I'm a planning and productivity mentor for Side Hustlers, which sounds really jargony actually, but basically <laughs> what I do is I help people who are building a business on the side of other commitments. So that might be a nine to five, that might be raising a family, it could be all sorts of things, but I help them kind of create the freedom to do more of what they love and create that lifestyle they long for by helping them plan more effectively and helping them boost their productivity basically. Um, my philosophy is all around kind of doing less but focusing on the stuff that's really important rather than thinking of productivity as a got to be really busy got to get loads done and mm. here's how you can pack more things into your day by getting up at five in the morning and stuff like that so I yeah try to help people create that freedom to do more of the work they love and create that slower more meaningful lifestyle thereafter as well at the same time mm, lovely um yeah I think that's really interesting what you just said about productivity because um 
yeah, it, when we hear that word and when we hear the word hustle as well inside mm-hmm. hustle, it kind of, to me anyway, it always brings to mind that like do more, fill, mm-hmm. fill your day with more, more, more. And I've always kind of reacted against the word hustle or side yeah. hustle, um, which is one of the reasons I wanted to chat to you on, on the show, because, um, yeah, I think your approach is different to that and kind of sort of maybe fits this idea of, of something I've been toying with is like, can you create a holistic hustle and can those things mm. go together? Um, so yeah. I think that's a really interesting thing to explore. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that, about that sort sure. of philosophy? Yeah. It's funny what you say about the side, the word side hustle. I don't love it either. <laughs> um, but I feel like people understand what I mean mm. when I say side hustle. People kind of get what I'm talking about in that it's just anyone who's building a business on the side of other commitments. So it could be that could be a nine to five or it could be raising children, which mm. is more than a nine to five. Um, or it might be caring for family or it might be that someone's got two businesses and they're juggling mm-hmm that they're juggling but um yeah it's funny because the word side hustle suggests that a this business is something on the side which I kind of disagree with because Mm. it's not just a thing on the side it's usually what people are really passionate about and they're doing something else to pay the bills or to support their family at the same time and yeah you're totally right about the word hustle it screams that kind of how I built a six figure business in three months or um guys you've got to get up at 5am and do your Mm. workout before you know getting to work and smashing your day Mm -hmm. and so I completely agree um but yeah I think productivity is actually a lot more about doing less and just being really intentional about what you're working on so it's about looking at your workload and asking yourself what can come off and what's having the biggest impact on your business or I guess in your life as well it kind of applies to both and just focusing on the stuff that is effective so in your business it might be the marketing stuff that you're doing that's effective perhaps you are blogging and doing a podcast and you've got a YouTube channel, but you're just finding that your YouTube channel is just feeling all at odds with you. And you're kind of just doing it because you feel like you should, or Mm. because that's what other people have done to find success. So it's all about looking at what fits with you, what clicks with you and taking the stuff off your plate that doesn't seem to fit. Mm. Um, So yeah, it's all about doing less and it's all about making your time efficient so it's not about trying to do a 60, 70, 80 hour a week. It's about knowing when your energy levels are kind of fluctuating. So my energy levels tend to be better in the morning so that I try to, I only ever give myself three things to do a day and I try to fit all those three things into the morning. Mm. And then I have a kind of separate could do list for the afternoon which will be easier things things that I find easier like editing photos or creating graphics mm. for my blog or something that I can do basically on the sofa mm. so it's not about trying to be productive all the time yeah and I really like that analogy that um in nature nature doesn't bloom all the yeah. time it has yeah. these seasons and so we shouldn't expect ourselves to kind of be blooming all the time yeah. as well yeah I love that you said that yeah it's very mm. um very intuitive what what you're talking about and um yeah about listening to ourselves and how 
because we, we're part of nature aren't we so you know yeah. um, <laughs> in the winter I, I certainly find in the winter I'm I want to do way less I know some people find the opposite because they're like mm-hmm. they're inside more they feel more motivated or whatever but you know in the spring I tend to find I have more energy to to kind of bloom Mm. with things if you will Um, yeah yeah you know no I think lots of people find that I was having a call with someone this morning and she said spring is my time like I feel so creative at the moment I've got so many ideas um so yeah there's those kind of seasons in nature Mm. and then I think we have our own seasons as well yeah but yeah you're exactly right like Mm. we are part of nature so why we expect ourselves to be any different Mm -hmm. um yeah, it's an yeah. odd one. Yes, that's lovely. Um, I was also just thinking as you were talking about uh, the word hustle and all of these connotations and stuff, to me it, it feels quite um, masculine, that word and the way that we yeah. um, associate it at the, at the moment. And what you're talking about um, to me feels more feminine and I'm kind of thinking about this masculine and feminine sort of in terms of kind of an energetic quality and kind of the way that mm. um, sort of in in like yoga theory and stuff uh, and philosophy you would think about the the yin and the yang and and the yang's more masculine and 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 fiery and kind of go 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 sort of thing a, str- mm. a stronger more intense energy and then the yin is more feminine and and grounded and more sort of intuitive and more introspective and kind of nurturing mm. um and i just thought that was quite interesting in relation to what you're saying um like your sort of way of thinking about the productivity and, and that it, it seems to be more about nurturing what works for us and yeah. and really nurturing our own productivity however that that plays out in our lives rather than this kind of more um yang association yeah. we have with holistic of uh, uh, with holistic with hustle of mm. of you know we've got to be doing everything all the time yeah that's really interesting I've never heard, I've never kind of thought about it like that before but yeah, I think you've just hit the nail on the head in that it's it's all about figuring out what works for you. And I know that sounds like such a cliche, but everyone is really different. Mm. Like some people will be morning people, some people will be evening people, and that's when they have their energy. And it, it is a constant case of experimenting with stuff, seeing what works, and then tweaking things, mm. um, which isn't always what everyone wants to hear because that kind of I guess that maybe that more masculine way of looking at hustle would be here's um a six six steps the six step plan for your day if you follow it that will make you really productive but that's just not yeah the reality of it yeah yeah I think when I started working on my business sort of in earnest last year mm. um I was definitely of that mindset of like can someone just tell me what to do and I can, mm. can, can I just follow these things and like then everything will start working um and I was definitely annoyed by the fact that I had to figure stuff out and kind of make mistakes and I'd be trying one way of working for like a month or something and then be like oh this isn't working for me so what do I need to do and I'm still figuring it out and then you know like I've gone from when I started doing this last year I was I was working on my own stuff full-time and now I work a part-time job as well so it's changed Mm. again and I'm having to figure that out um and now I'm getting more comfortable with that fact that yeah, it takes time to, to figure out what works. And then I, I guess that changes over time as well as your life circumstances change. Mm, yeah. Um, but I think that is really hard, isn't it? And I think especially when we see so many things of, um, I did this for two months and now I make six figures or whatever, yeah. you know? Um, 
And, and also when we feel like we should be doing things a certain way, like maybe we feel like we should yeah. be working nine to five, whereas, mm-hmm. you know, you just said you work mostly in the mornings and then maybe you do some things in the afternoon if you feel produ- mm-hmm. like, like that. Yeah, definitely. I think there's so much in what you just said, especially about, you know, what we're taught to believe is Mm. how we're supposed to work. And I speak to a lot of people as well who feel guilty for doing creative work because it feels easy and it feels fun, Mm. Um, which, again, just comes from that kind of attitude that work has to be hard. And (laughs) like my my grandma says that no one's going to no one's going to pay you for having a good time. (laughs) So (laughs) I think it is that it's sort of, yeah, maybe it is a bit of an an outdated kind of attitude, but we've all kind of taken that in a little bit, haven't we? Mm. Yeah. It's funny that you said that actually, because just this morning I was doing some, some journaling and Mm. um, I was thinking about the the concept of work. And um, I just realized that I had so many, beliefs that I held around what work is and what work should be Mm. that actually um I didn't believe were true um but that I really needed to challenge so I just like I spent some time writing them all down and it was things like work has to be hard and and difficult and not fun Mm. and work has to be like something I don't really want to do and work has to be Monday to Friday, nine to five, and work has mm. to be something that other people can perceive as me working, and all of these things, which um, I really think the world of work is changing quite a lot at the moment. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah. this is, plays a part of it, and especially like what you just said, your grandmother saying saying that. I think there is, even like my parents um, and their generation and the way they mm. saw work, I think is hugely different to what work is and can be now. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. And it's really funny that you say about, you know, work should be that nine to five. And a lot of a lot of us have that mm. um, kind of embedded. And a while ago, I just decided I was going to have a bath in the middle of the day. So I'd had a productive morning mm. and I just wanted to kind of zone out for a bit. And mm-hmm. I, it was horrible because <laughs> oh, I just no. felt guilty. Uh, I just felt, oh, this is weird. Why am I? Yeah. And it takes a lot of, you know, kind of confronting those feelings and being really conscious about them to to shift your mindset doesn't Mm. it I guess it takes a bit of work yeah it really does yeah like I love a middle of the day bath but you're right sometimes I do it sometimes (laughs) I do it and it's fine I I don't don't know why and then sometimes I do it and yeah I feel like well I shouldn't be doing this this is weird people will be judging me like um yeah yeah, and it it's a lot of work to shift that mindset and and I I have a really hard time if I plan to have a day that's like say half the day working and half the day as a non-working day like day off or whatever I have a really hard time with that like I'll end up just working all day or I'll end up sort of having time off but also sort of stressing that I should be doing something else and then it just goes into a massive mess and the work's not productive and neither is the rest yeah yeah and it's interesting I love what you're saying about um work being hard because I think that's sometimes why we struggle to follow our like figure out what works for us Mm. because as soon as we start doing work and it feels easy or it feels fun sometimes we might think well it's not supposed to be easy or fun so I should do that thing that feels really hard like Mm. I have blogged for quite a while now and it just writing is not natural for me I find it really hard work but I've just been battling on with it for so long because I just feel like 
I don't know, it shouldn't be easy. Mm. It, should, it should feel hard. And, and yeah, it's sometimes it's actually quite difficult to go with what feels easy because we're told that, that work and making money shouldn't come out of doing something fun or something that comes easily to us. Yeah, I know. And then when we bring that money thing into it of what, as well as of like, yeah. am, I, am I earning this? Am I deserving this? It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's huge, isn't it? There's so much internalised stuff around what things should be like and yeah um especially when you open any (laughs) any doors around money and Mm. our kind of attitudes and biases around that it's huge yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so so you've been you've been working now kind of on your side hustle for a while haven't you yes um, yeah. and, and you're just about to take it full time as well. I am, yeah. Very exciting. Um, so so would you say, like, what's that journey been like for you of kind of figuring out what works for you? And, and like, would you say that now you're in quite a good place with sort of managing your time and having that time for kind of self-care practices and rest and, and yeah? Yeah, it's definitely been a really long learning curve. And I think it it does take a lot of time to figure out all of these things that come with growing a business. And I speak to people who are early on in their building their business or their sort of side hustling journey. Mm. Um, And I can feel the frustration from them a bit like what we were saying earlier that, you know, you kind of want a step-by-step guide when you're at that stage, Mm. but you kind of have to accept that it it does take a lot of learning. And I've always had a side hustle on the side of my job since I started working and I think to be honest that was about having a creative outlet Mm -hmm. um, because I've always had desk jobs and it's always been about yeah they've always been creative um so I had a home decor business up until the end of 2017 so I was more of a maker I had a Mm product-based business but I did so much of my learning with that and um so I had that for about six uh yeah five or six years before I changed to what I'm doing now so Mm -hmm. I pivoted my business throughout 2017 really to all the planning and productivity stuff but I did a hell of a lot of the learning Mm. um with my previous side hustle and with that I kind of started off with it being a creative outlet and then I thought okay well actually my stuff's selling quite well and this could be a bit more than just a fun project on the side so then I got more intentional about the way that I plan and the way that I spend my time um and so yeah it's really been a bit of a it's been a learning process there was never like a big moment where I suddenly kind of got myself together and got organized and (laughs) suddenly became more productive and efficient with my time but I think I'm quite geeky about that stuff anyway like I love sitting down and reviewing my business at the end of the month and looking at what what my website traffic's looking like and what was the most popular blog I did and which podcast landed well with people and how Mm -hmm. can I do that again um I'm really geeky about that and I'm also a project manager in my nine to five job so Mm -hmm. that's all about scheduling and making projects happen and all that sort of thing so I've learned not only through having my side hustle experience but through my job as well um but yeah I think it kind of started to turn around probably three or four years ago when I started using my three-step planning method which was is basically planning in 12-week chunks 
Mm-hmm. Um, so basically three months, quarterly chunks. Yeah. And just giving myself three focus areas to focus on and breaking that down over the following 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. And that was a complete game changer for me because it just made me focus on those three things. Um, and so that was probably a big turning point. And then since then, I've just found things through that experimentation process that we've been talking about um, and just seeing what works and picking up the stuff that works for me and, and ditching the rest. And I think as well as the practical stuff you can do, the more you learn about yourself, that helps a hell of a lot as well. Mm. Because if, for example, I know I'm an introvert now, which I probably didn't know a few years ago, and that is a game changer in terms of figuring out that I don't want five days of my week to be full of meetings or Mm -hmm. calls or whatever. So, yeah, it's been a real learning process, and, and I think it always will be. I think there always will be things that I'm experimenting with or ways that I'm resetting my routine to something that feels a bit more in line with how I want my days to go and all that sort of thing. So yeah, I'm still experimenting. I'm still, still learning, but it's all come over time, I think. Yeah. And I think that's, that's such a good point actually that probably always going to still be learning and you never really get to the point where everything's like set and that's going to be the way it is from now on. It's like, yeah, maybe stuff's really good for a bit and then something shifts and you feel like you need to do something different and then the season changes, so your energy mm. changes, so what you need to do for your self-care changes. And, yeah, it's all about being in tune with, with the world around us and, and with ourselves, isn't it, really? Yeah, definitely. And, and yeah, so with the self-care stuff, you're so right about that being seasonal, but that was something that I just really wasn't making any time for until sort of last year really um so I just wasn't making any time for self-care I was working all of the time Mm. um and it really wasn't healthy (laughs) so last summer I had quite a severe bout of anxiety and depression that I hadn't I certainly hadn't experienced anxiety and panic attacks and things like that before Mm -hmm. and if I'm really honest, I think a lot of that came out of pushing my point myself to the point where I was ridiculously stressed and mm. just I hadn't given myself any rest. Mm. And that just brought all of this anxiety bubbling up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it really it got to the point where I was signed off work and I just couldn't do any of the normal stuff. I couldn't even drive to work. I'd never get there. I'd have a panic attack or I couldn't catch a train or I couldn't. You know, it was really debilitating, but mm-hmm. it just made me take start to take my self-care really seriously mm. and just also helped me really appreciate those small things. Like, it really took all my energy away. So just sitting, I mean, luckily, last summer was just such a beautiful, warm sun that summer. Yeah, so yeah. I spent a lot of time just sat in the garden with a cup of tea just thinking, I'm so grateful for this. I'm so yeah. grateful to have a garden, look out into the countryside and just enjoy this 10 minutes with my cup of tea. And that was, I mean, it sounds so basic, which it is really, but I'd never taken that moment before to kind of appreciate what I've got. I'm always kind of striving mm. for that next thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, since then I've had to be a lot more intentional about making time for my self-care. Mm. And that's been through scheduling it into my diary to kind of give it that sense of priority mm-hmm. um and it's been about changing up my routine so that I'm making sure that I go for a walk every day because 
that's something that I've found. I always come back from my walk feeling a lot better, a lot calmer, usually a bit more inspired as well. Mm. Even if it's tipping it down with rain, it always just refreshes me really. So, so yeah, I I used to be awful with it. I'm slightly better now, (laughs) but again, this is another thing that I'm still working on getting better at. Yeah. And I think I'm, I'm exactly the same. I used to Mm. be terrible um you know and I can yeah I talk about the importance of doing these things all the time and that's only because I've I've come from not doing it Mm. um and I still don't do it all the time you know it it comes and goes doesn't it and it's um but yeah walking is something that's really been beneficial for me as well Mm -hmm. um and do you find that now that you are making the time to prioritize self-care that you're your, your work is um, better, that you're finding mm. everything flows a bit better for you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's funny, isn't it? Because I know that taking a break, the, the benefits of that are, are for myself, obviously, but mm. also I can come back to my work feeling more inspired, more mm-hmm. creative, more productive. But I still have this feeling when I'm taking that time out that I'm not working and therefore the work isn't getting done. Yeah, I know exactly. And so, what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, it's but it's it makes a huge difference. But even though I've noticed it makes a huge difference, it's still really difficult to make myself yeah. make the time to self-care. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it makes a huge difference um to my productivity. I can work less hours and still get the same amount of stuff done. And I think as well, this is something that I noticed when I was signed off work. Um, so I was signed off for about a month. I was signed off my nine to five. And so I completely kind of stopped doing anything on my business as well for a month and just mm. sort of, there were podcasts and blog posts scheduled and I just let them run. But other than that, I was doing nothing. And what I realized was, even if I only do the absolute essentials, not doesn't you know the earth doesn't come crashing down and and actually if I take a lot of the stuff off the plate off my plate that I'm doing it made me realize that a lot of the stuff I was doing wasn't actually having enough of an impact Mm. and I was spending my time doing stuff that just wasn't really helpful or wasn't really adding anything so actually that experience was really a good reminder that again productivity is about doing less and it's just focusing on the stuff that's really important Mm, that's really interesting yeah it it was for me because I was absolutely convinced that I would lose all my Instagram followers or lose all my website traffic or whatever um and I didn't and I think actually I needed that experience to remind myself that you know just do less and just do the stuff that really matters yeah yeah it's interesting I think um sort of what you were saying then it it comes back to that um our ideas about what we should be doing like both uh when you said you know you have that thing about if you take a break then the work's not getting done and that comes back to that idea of well when I'm when I'm at a working day I should be doing what other people can see me doing as work you know I should be sitting at my desk so that if someone walked past me they'd be like oh yes she's working um which is ridiculous because I know that I have some of my best ideas um um, and solve problems and things in my work when I'm walking. Yes. Yeah. Um, so who cares if anyone can tell whether my brain's working on stuff or not? Um, mm. 
but it's really difficult to 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 make ourselves remember that and then also yeah that thing about oh we should be doing all of these things for our business you know we should be running all of the social media accounts or Mm -hmm. doing xyz and and actually yeah maybe if we stripped it back we'd we'd realize what we actually needed to be doing yeah you're so right actually about um you know those feelings coming back to this sort of bums on seats nine to five Mm. kind of thing you're so right about walking there's something about it that just lets your brain sort of tick over isn't there in the background yeah Um, I think it's because you're physically moving forwards yeah it makes your brain move and flow it's like something to do with the movement and I agree yeah it's definitely about the movement and I think it's movement but movement that you don't have to think about you don't have to use your brain to and it just lets your brain tick away in the background Mm. and just solve these problems so that's really I love the way you put it though about who can tell if my brain is working because um yeah Yeah. you can be going for a walk and still think about you know all the point is not be thinking about work but actually you've just solved a problem out of just taking those few minutes out it's one of the the good things and also the the sort of tricky things with um when you're a business owner um or whether you're you're a freelancer um whatever when you're working in a less conventional way is that you can be working anywhere like on a walk or whatever and that's bad as well because your brain can still be working like you know when you're cooking dinner or something and then you get this great idea for a blog post so you've got to go and write it or and like how do you deal with that kind of that sort of feeling of you're sort of Mm. never able to switch off yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's so true and and it's also figuring out what is work and what isn't because Mm. if I am sat on the sofa in the evening but I'm replying to comments on Instagram or I'm scrolling through Instagram that's a really great area because I enjoy being there and Mm -hmm. I enjoy connecting with other people but sometimes it is also obviously it's work it is Mm. marketing my business so um and also I think a similar thing with listening to podcasts (laughs) when I'm driving because I'm like that's or you know when I'm doing anything if I'm if I you know say okay I'm done with work now I'm gonna go and cook a really nice dinner or something Mm. and then I'll put on a business podcast and it's it's like (laughs) actually am I really giving my brain a rest and sometimes I do feel myself just feel overwhelmed yeah because I'm not giving my brain any space to switch off so it is tricky I think I try to just be really conscious of that feeling of of feeling overwhelmed Mm. and and just getting downloading a book on audible or something that is just a novel and that I can just switch off to or one of my favorite things to read that's just not you know not business related or because sometimes I just like to have that I think I've got so used to listening to podcasts all the time I need noise now if I'm cooking (laughs) dinner or something I don't seem to be able to do it in silence um when I'm walking I never listen to any music or any podcasts I just really like taking all the sounds and I think walking has been such a massive um just such a massive positive that I've reintroduced into my life actually over the last year Mm. um as long as I have that kind of half an hour, hour of walking a day, that's a really good break for me. Um, but yeah, I think it's figuring out what work is and what work isn't, even if there is a bit of a grey area there. And try and just give yourself some time where you just aren't listening to podcasts or you aren't thinking about work. 
it's really tricky it's not yeah. it's not an easy one and sometimes it comes down to like booking stuff in with friends so that I know that Saturday I'm going out with my friends who don't you know who all have nine to fives and they don't want to talk about what mm. the Instagram algorithm or something like that sometimes it's doing stuff like that to kind of force me out of my, yeah. my yeah. business bubble having some boundaries I guess around, around yes yeah. yeah yeah boundaries are something that I'm really trying to work on at the mm. moment me um too. yeah they're tricky aren't they they're very <laughs> tricky yeah they are but I mean it's it's an I like a, it's a concept that I don't think I even thought about maybe two years ago yeah so. no same learning and just um yeah getting there I think it's interesting as well you know when you were just talking about um making time to read a book that's like not a business book or something mm. and I I really have to be be careful with that because at the moment I I've sort of for the past few months I tend to have about five books that I'm reading at once which is a bit overwhelming <laughs> um and one of them is always uh, a fiction or something like that but then I always have kind of yoga books reference yeah. books and then sort of personal development books and all these sorts of things and I'm really wanting to try now to make time in my day to do stuff like the reading and the research to actually allow myself to to acknowledge that that is part of my work rather than something that I have to do in the evening because it is it is part of my work Mm. um so just trying to change the mindset a little bit there that like yeah maybe sometimes I'm I'm working and I want to go out and listen to this podcast about this specific I don't know, say it's a specific thing to do with the body. I'm a bit of an yeah. anatomy geek, so I listen to a lot of um, podcasts about, <laughs> about biomechanics and stuff like that. Um, uh, but that's, that's, that's work, really. That's learning. It's expanding my knowledge yeah. that I can then support people I work with on. So it's just, yeah, flipping that around and being like, yeah, I'm still working when I'm doing that. Yeah, you've reminded me of... Um, so I'm trying to reset my routine at the moment because I was feeling a bit all over the place. And I wanted to fit in half an hour around lunchtime each day to to read. Mm. And it's just, it's not happening because that feels like switching off in the middle of the day. It feels too easy. It feels too nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I kind of came to the conclusion, I was like, oh, I'll just move it to the evenings because I'll be able to do it. But then actually, like you say, learning and development is a big part of business. And Mm. so... Yeah, maybe I'll have to go back to that and try and get a bit more intentional about it and reset my my mindset around what's work and what's not. But yeah. that's such a good example. It's kind of like if you were working in an office job, for example, um, and you were on a training course, you know, you're learning this new skill, mm. of course you'd be given time in your work day to go on the course. Yeah. You know? So it's like, why don't we think about expanding our knowledge about, by reading or whatever it is in our own businesses the same way? It's really mm. difficult. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's a really, really good way of comparing it. And I need something like that to give give things priority. It's like the self-care stuff. Mm. I I know that I need it and that it helps to recharge me. But if I tell myself I'm doing it because actually I can come back to my work with a much more efficient state of mind, that's more likely to motivate me than mm. just the fact that I need it, yeah. which isn't necessarily right. <laughs> um but yeah it's it's funny isn't it like mm. all these different things that we tell ourselves particularly when you're building a business yeah 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 and I think the thing is with self-care is that it feels like it should come easily because it's it should be easy right to just switch <laughs> off and go for a nice walk or just 
switch your laptop off for the evening and just sit and watch a bit of TV or just to take a moment to read a book. How good does that sound? But in reality, it's actually really difficult to, to do it and you have to be really intentional about making mm. that time for it. I think it's largely because our society isn't really set up for it either. Mm. Not not in any real sense. Like our society mm. really is geared towards that do more, fill your time um, and the self-care that we kind of get marketed to as largely is to do with um buying more stuff um that's very true to make you feel better rather than that real tuning into yourself and doing Mm -hmm. what feels right so I think I think when it feels hard it's because it is it's kind of countercultural in a way I think yeah yeah definitely Mm. yeah that's so interesting what you're saying about you know it's basically an industry isn't it self-care like oh yeah a money-making machine (laughs) We're never told to just, you're never going to see an advert to just take 20 minutes to go for a walk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> who, who benefits from that? Yeah, who yeah. makes money out of that? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so I was wondering if you've got any kind of, I hate using the phrase top tips, but do you have any top <laughs> tips? Like for this this idea of um, productivity being doing less and this idea of being able to have a side hustle without burning out kind of what are the, the things sure. that you find pe- really resonate and work for people again and again yeah so I think first of all it is about taking stuff off your list so looking at everything you're doing in your side hustle and thinking am I doing this because I feel like I should because everyone else is on Instagram or everyone else is doing this or everyone else is doing that or am I doing it because I've seen other people have success with this and if there's anything on your list that you're doing that just doesn't feel like it's clicking with you or you feel like you might just be doing it because you feel like you should then that needs to come off your list so that's about doing less basically Mm. take stuff off your list or look at your list and if you're doing stuff that just isn't impactful if you're being a bit of a perfectionist with things perhaps Mm. can you scale things back so like for example with my podcast I used to re-record the intro re-record the outro and do a specific intro for each episode and I was just like this is not having an impact um so now I have a set intro I have a set outro and all I record is just um, a little section about the person I'm speaking to that week or what the podcast is about. Mm-hmm. And it's just stuff like that, figuring out what's having an impact and what's not, and really streamlining and scaling back on the stuff that you're doing. Yeah. And then I find having three things to focus on a day really helpful. And I know that has been helpful for a lot of other people as well, because three things feels like mentally it feels like we should be able to fit that into a day and you can kind of have those three things in your mind and not forget what you're meant to be doing um Mm. so just giving yourself three must do in inverted commas (laughs) things for the day to focus on and then you can always have a list of could do stuff but Mm -hmm. don't put pressure on yourself to do it because I think we're particularly bad at writing a really long to-do list and then berating ourselves for not doing everything on that list yeah that sounds familiar yeah (laughs) so and I think the three things approach really forces you to prioritize whereas if you've got 26 things on your list I know what I would do is go and do the things that I wanted to do most first stuff that's important yeah so yeah I find that really helps to to prioritize stuff um 
And yeah, I think routine, even if you're not a massive routine person or the, the idea of a routine sounds horrible, then maybe it's just a case of having a morning routine and then doing whatever you like with the rest of the day. But I think a bit of routine can just help set you up and set mm. you up for success for the day, basically. Mm. Especially if, um, just going back to the self-care stuff, if you do struggle to fit that in, then getting your self-care stuff that you want to do done first thing before you start work can be quite a good way of, of fitting it in yeah. um, and setting you up feeling good for the day because you've done it yeah. rather than feeling all day like, oh, I need to finish at four if I'm going to do this and then getting to four and be like, oh, I'll do it at five and then yeah. getting to five and be like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I really do. I believe in a good morning routine and literally for me, it's not a big thing it's just making sure I get dressed and eat breakfast before I start work <laughs> mm -hmm. and I've started meditating as well in the mornings which just really just gets me in the zone I think yeah um so it's not you know get up at 5 30 do an exercise do a spin class come home cook this incredible breakfast you know it just needs to be something that makes you feel good for the day ahead and I know for a lot of people that is yoga yeah um but yeah, if you do struggle to fit in that self-care stuff, then fitting that into your morning routine is a good way of doing it. Yeah. And then you've made time for yourself. Yeah. Like first that's thing. True. Mm. Yeah, I I always try and do yoga and meditation practice in the morning, but um, that's usually very short. Like I don't want people getting the wrong idea yeah. thinking I'm doing like an hour and a half every morning because I'm not. Um, <laughs> uh, no, so it's normally like five to 15 minutes of movement um yeah. and then maybe five to 20 minutes of meditation it really depends I'm I'm trying mm. to up my meditation practice but um it's definitely right what you said that if you if you don't do it in the morning mm -hmm. and you're like oh I'm gonna do it after work uh, it's so hard to do it mm, <laughs> whereas it if I do those things in the morning I'm more likely to do them again later in the day yeah um, and like you know and I was, Sorry, no, I was going to say I'm I like I'm I'm a yoga teacher. Like I I like yoga, but I still find it hard sometimes to do it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a really good point, actually. <laughs> Just to kind of reiterate the fact that it feels like it should be easy, especially for someone who loves yoga. But even even then, you still struggle to make oh, yeah. time for it. That's yeah. the reality of it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a discipline. It, it is. Yes, that's the word, isn't it? Yeah, which which sounds really boring and really ugh. Yeah, but it is. Yeah, self care is a discipline. Mm. yeah um, and I think actually if if yeah I'm gonna take that away actually and reframe <laughs> it as a discipline in my mind um because it is I think yeah the word self-care makes it sound really fluffy and lovely and mm. oh I'm gonna go and have a nice bath <laughs> but mm. yeah the reality is you've got to be pretty disciplined about it yeah and it, it can feel hard just the same mm. as as being productive and working on your productivity yeah. Um, and just the same as you need to schedule it in, you need to schedule in your self-care, you know, maybe mm -hmm. when you're making a list of your three things to do in the day, you're going to make a list of the three self-care things you need that day. Mm, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. That's and quite, I think, yeah. sorry, that's I was... the, um, yeah, no, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. Yeah, I know. I was, that's what I was just thinking. I was like, that is actually quite a good idea that just came out <laughs> of my mouth. Um, yeah. Um, and that's why I do like the idea of having a routine because, mm. Routine is basically building habits mm. and creating those neuropathways, basically. Yep. If you 
for a month, practice yoga every day in the morning for 10 minutes, it gets a lot easier yeah. after that first month, but you yeah. do have to be really disciplined for that first yeah. month. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think you get to a place, especially with something like yoga, where your body um, just tells you that it wants yeah. to do it. it craves it. Yeah. Um, and probably the same with meditation. I think, like you said, like it gets you in that right space. And I certainly notice when I don't do it in the morning, I notice how my day feels different. Um, yeah. I And I think as well, because I have formed a bit of a habit of doing it now, it feels weird when I don't. I feel yeah. like, oh, my head would be in a much better place yeah. if I had time for my meditation. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I was just making a note and um, I wrote down the word habits and it looks like hobbits, um, <laughs> which made me laugh. You can look back at that tomorrow and be like, what was I trying yeah. to tell myself? I am, yeah. It happens a lot. My writing's really appalling. <laughs> um, great. Well... It's been really lovely chatting to you. Um, yeah, it's been lovely to chat. I want to now ask you my final question that I ask all guests on the podcast, um, which I'm really loving, actually. It's really nice getting everybody's mm. different answers to this. Yeah, so I, um, I might collate them all at some point so that we can get all these good tips oh, from people. that's a really lovely idea, mm. yeah. Um, so, so it's a two-part question. Um, so the first part is, in your absolute kind of ideal dream vision of the future, what changes would you like to have seen people having made towards a more purposeful and holistic life? And then the second part is, what small changes could people make now if they do want to move in that direction? Mm, sure. So I think... For me, I think it's like stopping that glorification of being busy mm. that we, that, you know, there's so much glorification tied up in saying, oh, I'm busy or, yeah. or even as a way of flattering other people and say, I know you're really busy, but blah, blah, mm. blah. I think if, if we can collectively start to look at productivity as just, and I'd really love it if we could all, you know, start to kind of work maybe five six hour days but just they're really productive hours mm. and then we can spend more time you know with loved ones or making more time for self-care I think that's something that I'm I'm on a mission to kind of reframe how productivity is seen basically mm -hmm. um so yeah all about doing less and doing the stuff that that really matters and I think the other side of that is like following your following your curiosity more being a bit more intuitive and just experimenting I'd love to see people looking at things as a constant experiment so whether that's life whether that's business everything is a constant experiment mm. and I think that makes it a lot lower pressure and it feels like I think if we build things up and say okay I'm I'm doing this and it's launching on this date if it doesn't go to plan it can feel like a failure whereas if you look at it as okay I'm experimenting with this I'm gonna put it out there and see what happens then you're in a much better frame of mind to take on that feedback as you know not oh I failed I'm just gonna give up but oh that's interesting I didn't get a lot of response to that so maybe I need to tweak this and mm. so yeah whether it's life whether it's business whatever I think yeah just following your curiosity more and being really conscious of trying things and then just tweaking things and yeah treating everything as an experiment and following finding that ease basically and finding those things that sort of light our creative flames rather than doing the things that we feel like we should be doing or mm. or the things that we see other people telling us we've got to do mm. and in terms of how <laughs> how we go about mm -hmm. doing that um 
So yes, on the productivity side of things, it's definitely about taking things off your list. It's about giving yourself three things to do for the day as a must-do list. Um, and also, I think it's really important to figure out when your energy levels are high and when they're low. Mm -hmm. And and for some people, some people are really early morning people and they have this really productive couple of hours in the morning. Some people are evening people. But being quite conscious of that can really help you figure out how to structure your work day so that you can make the most of those hours when you're feeling productive. And then make sure you're taking time out in those hours when you don't feel productive because if you're trying to do something that's hard work in those not so productive hours, I think we end up sort of beating ourselves up. That's when we sort of kind of mm. think, oh, why can't you do this? Why are you lazy? Yeah. And that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, and just experimenting with routine, really, and, yeah. and habits. And, and yeah, just constantly learning, constantly experimenting with things, I think. Yeah, I love that, that idea of the experiment. You reminded me of... Um, do you know the Being Boss podcast yeah. and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Um, have you read their book? I have, yeah. Yeah, so they've got a bit, an exercise in there, which is about um, like doing a monthly experiment or something, I think. Mm. Um, and they talk about like treating your work more like a scientist. And yeah, you just yeah. reminded me of that. And it's it's such a good approach to take. It, yeah, it really definitely. Is. Yeah. It just takes the pressure off, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the idea of introducing a an experiment every month and... Mm. Yeah, I think it's just, it helps you as well get more intuitive and tap into your gut instinct yeah. a little bit more. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm, brilliant. They're great tips. And there's oh, thank you. Quite, a lot, quite a lot I'm going to take away from our chat today. So. Oh, same, yeah, same here. Good. I really like the idea of doing three self-care things that you're going to do in a day. And yeah. that gives an equal priority yes. to your work yeah. staff. So I like that a lot. Mm, it's good, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's not it's not something I do. I, I just thought of it now, so I think I'll go away and do that as well. Yeah, <laughs> we can check in with each other. Yeah, yeah, we going. should, yeah. <laughs> um, great. So do you want to let people know where they can go if they want to find out more about you? Sure. So my website is josephinebrooks.co.uk, um, and you can find your way to my podcast on there, which is called On The Make, which is... Basically, I sort of interview people who are also building their business on the side of other commitments or people who are kind of experts in marketing or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so that's all very kind of side hustle business growing based. And then my Instagram is at Josephine P. Brooks. And that is generally where I tend to be. So and probably spend far too much time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, come and find me there. Lovely. I'll put links to both of those in the show notes so people can go and have a look and chat to you further. Thanks, Ellen. Thank you. It's been really lovely to chat. I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Create Shift. I hope that you have enjoyed listening to this conversation. I hope you found it useful, inspiring, supportive. I'd love to hear what you thought of it. Find me on Instagram at being underscore change. And if you are enjoying the podcast, remember to subscribe so that you can find out when there is a new episode straight away. Get it straight to your phone or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And I would love it so much if you would leave a rating or a review or both wherever you listen to your podcast if you are enjoying the show. And if you would share it with your friends, family, strangers you meet on the bus, that would be great. It's a huge help and helps other people to find the show. You can find all the show notes at being-change.com where you find links to all the resources mentioned in the episode as well. Thank you very much and I'll see you next time. <laughs>